From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, August 19th. Some sad news today. After being reported missing by family members earlier this week, the bodies of two local women were found in the LaSalle Mountains. The Grand County Sheriff's Office located Crystal Turner and Kylan Schult in the South Mesa area of the LaSalle Loop Road. Law enforcement says a preliminary medical investigation determined gunshot wounds as the cause of their deaths. The agency says they are now conducting an ongoing homicide investigation. Friends and family grew worried this week when the women did not respond to messages and did not show up for work. The couple was newly married this year and were reportedly last seen in Moab on Saturday. Friends and family say they often camped in the LaSalle Mountains. It's just unreal. Shane Huggar is the general manager of Moonflower Community Co-op, where Kylan worked as a cashier for the last three years. You know, it's a huge loss, and it's like so unexpected. And I just just can't believe this happened, you know. In hundreds of comments on social media, Moab locals who often interacted with Kylan at the co-op shared their shock and memories of her, often remembering her like Hugger described, as a, quote, joy and shining light. She was always surreal, and she would joke at you, but she was very honest, you know? Uh, so I think that's why people loved her so much. She's so easy to talk to, you know? And she's gen- genuinely concerned about other people, and so, yeah, there's yeah. A, lot of, a lot of love there for her. Hugger says he and Kylan's fellow co-workers all have heavy hearts and are feeling a sense of shock. Anyone who may have information helpful to the investigation into Kylan and Crystal's deaths are encouraged to call the Grand County Sheriff's Office at 435-259-8115. A GoFundMe page has been set up to cover burial costs. Find links to more information in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. It's the first day of school for Grand County students. They're returning to their education, their after-school activities, and some continued precautions around the coronavirus pandemic. You know, the, the one thought that keeps rolling in my head is how many kids is too many? How many kids in the hospital or ICU or worse? Superintendent of Schools, Taryn Kay. COVID-19 and its variants are making younger patients ill at a higher rate than previously seen earlier in the pandemic. One child was recently hospitalized with COVID-19 at Moab Regional. If I'm that parent of that kid, that's my kid. That's too many. And we stand at a precipice where we can make a difference. We can prevent some illness we know by wearing masks. And I think it is absolutely our duty to do so. With the support of the local health department and county commission, students in kindergarten through sixth grade will be required to wear masks indoors. Kids under 12 are not eligible for vaccination, which health professionals say leaves them more vulnerable to the virus. During the last legislative session, Utah lawmakers prohibited local school districts from enacting a mask mandate on their own. However, Local health departments are allowed to enact a temporary 30-day mask mandate that also needs approval from the local county government. Grand County Commission Chair Mary McGann. We want to make sure that it is in writing and very clear that we as a commission are behind and support our local hospital, our doctors, 
our health district, and our superintendent. It's not clear under state law if Grand's Commission and Health Department have the authority to enact another K-6 through indoor mask mandate once the 30 days are up. A health department spokesperson says they are right now looking into the details of that question. However, according to a memo from the school district, they expect the temporary mask mandates to end once 5- to 12-year-olds become eligible for a vaccine. All of last year, Grand County schools required masks for students, teachers, and administrators. School staff point out that Grand was one of the few districts in the country allowed to remain open to in-person instruction, attributing that in part to their school-wide mask mandate. The U.S. Forest Service has released its draft management plan for the Grand Mesa, Uncompahgre, and Gunnison, also known as GMUG National Forests. As our partners at Utah Public Radio report, the plan includes a significant increase in the amount of land that would be available for logging, and groups that advocate for public lands are raising concerns that it recommends only 34,000 acres of new wilderness across the forest. Harley Barnes reports. Forest plans are revised roughly every 15 years, and Allison Elliott, a former board member at the Western Slope Conservation Center, says there's no time to waste. That's just a small fraction of what could be set aside and designated as wilderness. So to be able to protect wilderness and wildlife and water, watersheds, this is the moment. The GMUG National Forests are home to endangered species, and Elliot says this land also is home to diverse ecosystems and wildlife. Arvin Ramguam, a business owner from Crested Butte and a public lands advocate, thinks the plan not only should include more wilderness land, but also take into account the impacts that making so much land available for timber harvest could have on climate change. It needs to be, you know, reflective of the state of Colorado thinking in terms of the amount of water we might have available in the next 50 years or even 100 years, the amount of impacts we might experience from climate change, and changing temperatures in the West. He backs the theory that public lands belong in public hands and urges people who care about how the GMUG's more than 3 million acres of forest land are managed to get involved in the process. Comments can be submitted online or at open house events and webinars hosted by the Forest Service on Zoom through November 11th. I'm Harley Barnes. The story comes from our partners at UPR. People often love the night sky in our region. There's less light pollution and you can see more stars. That is until wildfire season. The Mountain West News Bureau's Madeline Beck reports. Tourists travel from around the world to the West Dark Sky Parks and Idaho's Dark Sky Reserve, where you can see the galaxy much clearer with limited light pollution. But wildfire smoke makes it harder to see stars when it gets thick. It filters the light they emit the same way it turns the sun orange. Dark Ranger telescope tours in southern Utah depends on those stars as it aims to teach people about astronomy, science, and light pollution. Kevin Poe is the owner. The one night we shut down, we could barely see the moon. Um, through the fire smoke. And that's, I don't think I've ever experienced that before. Still, he says he's lucky. His area doesn't get much smoke. They've only had to refund tickets a few times. But he says this thick smoke isn't just bad for businesses like his, but for tourism in the region overall. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Madeline Beck. This report comes from our partners at the Mountain West News Bureau. Sandflats Recreation Area is holding a series of night sky events. Coming up this weekend is a full moon hike 
and there are star parties scheduled for September and October. Find that information in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, August 19th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. Thanks for tuning in and supporting KZMU, community-powered radio.